Thank you for downloading this episode of the Nerd Ball Podcast. I'm your host, Lorenzo. As always, this podcast is brought to you by my basement, because that's where you're at. Also, it can be brought to you by whatever you want it to be. This can be your space. If you just contact me and you want me to say your business, you can, you can even just throw me some a couple of dollars and I can just say your name. It's brought to you by John Smith. This is open to anybody. So anyway, thank you all. As, as I say every week, thank you all the listeners for downloading, subscribing, you know, liking everything. Uh, sharing is very important. So keep doing that. Check out the YouTube page, search Thunderball Podcast. The Gmail is thunderballpodcast at gmail.com. Check all that out uh, as I continue to record individuals and I, you guys continue to listen to them. Thanks as always. My guest today was a wonderful person. It was great talking to her. She worked at the Metro Parks this past year. Uh, and we talked a, a lot about how her life has been since she left. So uh, I'm excited for you to listen. As always, again, thank you all. Uh, you all, anyone who listens and watches, big help to this podcast. Keep it growing and keep it going. Thanks. Hi, my name is Bridget Bremer, and this is the Nerd Ball Podcast. This is the Nerd Ball Podcast with Lorenzo Melcher. Bridget Bremer, thanks for coming on the podcast today. I don't think anyone has ever said, and this is the Nerd Ball Podcast. That's special. Maybe I should change it. Ohio State might sue me, though. So, uh, um, Bridget, again, thanks for coming on. Uh, one thing before we get in, uh, get into anything, uh, I don't know if how much TV you watch, how much um, like series you watch, Netflix, that kind of stuff. So I was into this show called Black Mirror, or not Black Mirror, um, Black Summer. And I was excited. It's cool. It's like a zombie show. I'm into zombies and stuff. And, uh, and I finished it. And then I Googled, all right, when season three coming out? They can't, Netflix canceled it two days ago. They canceled season three. Ago. Oh no. <laughs> two days ago. That's I was, terrible. Yes. I was so disappointed. I was so disappointed. And now like I literally have six minutes left. And when I found that out, six minutes of the last episode of season two, and now there's going to be all these loose ends and it's terrible and it sucks. I don't know if, if don't uh, watch it. <laughs> yeah, I just boycott the last six minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That'll show them. I don't know. Um, do you watch a lot of TV? Um, not really new shows. I have a no. couple shows that I watch on repeat. Like what do you watch? Uh, Gilmore Girls is one of my favorite shows. Okay. Ever heard of it? Probably. I have. Not. I have heard of it. I have heard okay. of it. And I feel like there's a lot of seasons of that. Yeah, there's like seven. Yeah. And yeah. New Girl. Have you I ever love, heard of? It? Oh, I love New Girl. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, my favorite. That's my favorite that's my favorite. I love watching on TikTok. They'll do just random clips. And the one that always pops up is when Schmidt and Schmidt and um, Nick were using the same towel and they didn't know. <laughs> what do you mean? I wash the towel. The towel washes me. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, that, that's, a that's, that's a good show. Uh, all right, Bridget. Well, the first thing I ask people is what is something you nerd out about? Something you're super into some sort of hobby? Uh you know, it could be something you've always done or something you recently picked up, you do by yourself, something to get away from, you know, you recently graduated, but something to get you away from school or, you know, work or any of that stuff. Um, one thing I have always loved is animals. Um, okay. uh, over this past summer, I started 
walking dogs at the Humane Society, so I would volunteer there. Um, I just recently adopted another bunny, literally like last week. Oh, really? So yes, so I spend my time with them. What are the, uh, what are the bunnies' names again? Uh, my first one, her name is Betty. And then the one I just got, he was named Bunzo at the Humane Society, but I didn't like that. So I changed it to Huckleberry. So, okay. Do rabbits respond to their names? No. no. So I guess it doesn't matter, really. It's just for me. Yeah. I, we adopted our, a dog. Well, this is forever ago now, but his, his, uh, Humane Society name was Jeffrey. I'm like, it is not going to be Jeffrey. I'm sorry. That's such a bad dog name. (laughs) But I found out, um, I don't know if I found out just by talking to the people at the Humane Society, but they go on, like, they name animals when they get them in, like, based on, all right, the next few names are going to be new girl names, and then they just start naming them all after that, and then they run out, it's like, all right, well, the next, I like this football team, so start naming them after people, like, that's how they name them. I was like, all right, so I don't know where Jeffrey came from, but uh, it was not a good one. So, so you said you like animals, just in general, obviously you like rabbits, because you have some, um, but it just, are there animals you don't like? I don't like. Yeah. Um, like if someone said, I- "I'll pay you a couple hundred dollars to come pet sit this animal," but you you wouldn't do it. Uh, well, I've pet sit for cats before, but I would never own a cat because I'm terrified of cats. You're terrified of cats. I don't know how cats act. You never know <laughs> when they're going to be mad. They are unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. I that's why I don't like cats because they're much more of a roommate than a pet sometimes mm-hmm. and. You know, I'm not in the cleaning up after my roommate, the litter box, you know, especially that part of it. I'll pick up my, I'll pick up dogs poop in the yard, but at least it's outside and I can wait a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cat, terrified of cats. What's terrifying of you besides their unpredictability of cats? Did you, They're... did you have a run in with cats when you were little? And that's why it's. No, my no. dad is like terribly allergic. So we never had mm-hmm. cats. We always just had dogs, but. And that might be part of the reason I've never been around them. So I don't know how to pet them, but like mm. you'll go to pet their face and then they just scratch your hands. So I just, <laughs> I just, I steer clear. Kittens are okay. They're really cute, but. But even then sharp claw, real sharp claws. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm not, I, I mean, I'm just, I, I don't like cats. So I, I agree with you. Uh, and, this, you know, we're talking about petting their face. A dog, you can do anything to a dog. Like you can, you know, smush their face around. You can do all yeah. that kind of stuff and. If anything, they're gonna they'll bite you, but it's more playful. You know, then there's no malice ever because they're stupid yeah. little dogs. You know, they are. What uh, what do you do with your bunnies as like fun time? Like play? Do you do they just roam roam about the house, or do they stay in like a little cage? Um, well, overnight I keep them in like a little pen area just because I don't know what they do overnight. But yeah. during the day, I'll get them out and they roam around. Um, the one Betty, she only likes carpet, so she stays in the one back room. Um. <laughs> It's like a whole process to bond two bunnies and they kind of don't really get along right now. The one Huckleberry will run after Betty and she just wants nothing to do with them. So they just run around the house, honestly. Is he here? Is it a he or she? Huckleberry? Huckleberry is a he. Okay. So is is he younger than Betty? Yeah, he's two and Betty is like six. So. Oh, so she's probably just, I don't want to deal she's with this little like kid. She's just like a grumpy old lady and he just has too much energy. So. Betty's a perfect name now. Yeah, it fits. <laughs> so, what if they never get along? Like, what? what they just live separate lives then? Or, 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 I guess is is it not an issue right now? It's just annoying to watch watch them not get along. They don't 
they're not violent towards yeah. each other. So that's a really good sign. Um, I mean, it's okay if Betty never wants anything to do with them, whatever. Yeah. But right now I have them in separate penned areas at night and then I just like supervise them or keep them in separate rooms during the day. So it's okay you, for now. Yeah. Do you feel bad for Huckleberry? Um, yeah, he's adjusting. He's not really eating a lot. Oh, no. But he, I mean, he was in a tiny little cage at the Humane Society and his previous owners just dumped him there because they didn't want to take care of him anymore. So he has a much better life than he did. So he just has to realize that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, how long was that money sitting at the Humane Society before you adopted it? I feel like it was like hours and you're like, yep, that's mine. Let's go. Oh, he was there for like a month and a half. Oh, okay. All right. So you gave him, you gave him a chance. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how often does the Humane Society get bunnies? Is it is it a normal thing? Honestly, not often. But when they do, they always tend to have a bunch of bunnies. So yeah, they either have yeah. like 10 or none. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess it was uh, good for everyone that there was only one there and not 10. There was 10, but I just, oh. I just play with one. <laughs> How hard was it to only come home with one? Was it difficult for you? I knew that it would be a lot of work to take care of more than two. Yeah. So I just, I practiced some self-control and realized that. I only have it in me to take care of two. Adulthood, just coming in strong <laughs> right there. Yes. Now, uh, I'm sure people listening are wondering, uh, as as am I, as you, as they are roaming about the house, what's the bathroom situation like? Um, rabbits are either really, really good at like being litter trained or potty trained, or they're really terrible. Luckily, Betty got it right away, and I was really worried to see what Bunzo or Huckleberry would do, but yeah. They, they have like a little litter box and they okay. go in there. I don't really have to clean up. All right. Well, rabbit poop in general isn't that awful. I feel like no. you're just, I feel like you're going to vacuum it up. Yeah. 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 My, my sister had a rabbit growing up when I was probably in, I don't know, middle school, something like that. And she had a rabbit. Her name was Sassy. And uh, she would, she got a leash for it too. And she would walk it around oh, the yard, hit the little leash. Do you do that? Do you walk it, walk your rabbits? Um, Betty has a harness that mm -hmm. yep. I got like a really, really, really long extendable leash and I'm going one of our side yards and she would just run circles. So <laughs> she can't walk her. She doesn't follow the leash. It's just okay. so that she can run in huge areas, but I can still contain her, I guess. Yeah, I bet that makes her feel so good just to be able to just be running around, even if it is in a circle, just running around. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what happened to, to, to that rabbit, but my sister, she loved it and it was like a, you know, when you're a little kid, it's always a crapshoot on if you're they're going to take care of this uh, pet or if the parent's going to take care of it. But I remember my my sister doing quite a bit of it. Um, it was fun. Like, I didn't do anything with it. I just, every once in a while, I'll hold it. But it's just, I don't know. It's a weird, not a weird, I shouldn't say weird pet. It's a it's a unique pet, I think. It is. Um. So, yeah. But it's cool. I, I, I think it's cool. Uh, I remember you talking about it when you were at work, uh, talking about Betty. So, yeah, I remember your terrible stories of your bunnies when you were little. Yeah, I didn't want to say. I thought I told you, so I didn't want to say it again. So <laughs> we'll just let it. We'll just let it <laughs> yes, go. Yes, you already told me. <laughs> I, I was that that time. I was super. I was small. I was a little kid. Had nothing to do with it. It was just. Yeah. I, I don't even remember it happening. My parents just tell, told me, or my dad, or my brother. I don't know one of them, but yeah, it was not. A, it was not a good day for that rabbit. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> all right, so. uh Besides the two bunnies, uh, that's it. That's it for you, pet pet wise. 
Um, my we've always had a dog growing up, but I just recently moved out of my parents' house. So oh. I miss having a dog. So I go over there all the time and take him for walks or whatnot. So how how did the dog and the rabbit get along? Did they um, ever ever come into contact with each other or did you keep them separated? When I was living there with Betty, she stayed um just in like the basement and he we like gated it off. Mm. And sometimes he would knock the gate over <laughs> and make his way into the basement. But he would just they would just sniff each other and that's about it. He's pretty much scared of everything, so he yeah, just dog. kind of sniffed her and she moved and he darted up the stairs. So. <laughs> oh, recently moved out, huh? How's that going? Um, it's pretty good. I is it scary? No, I live with my sister. We have okay. a house. It's uh like my grandparents' house. Hmm. So I mean, it's nice. I like it. Yeah. It's quiet. Uh, yeah, it, it's a hard I guess moving in with your sister isn't that hard of a transition, but sometimes when you move out with just like friends, yeah. it's a little difficult because it, you know, you could, you're just friends with these people, but you don't know, like, so there's been a lot of times where people move in with friends and they no, no longer are friends because yeah. like, well, I liked you apparently in short spurts <laughs> and not for the entire evening. Everyone always asks, they're like, Oh, you live with your sister. How's that going? And they think it's so crazy. Like we hate each other. And I'm like, eh, we just, it just exists. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. you wouldn't, you wouldn't have agreed to move in with her if you didn't have a, a good relationship <laughs> to begin with, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm it's not moving like, in with this terrible person. Would you? I know. It's like five minutes from my parents' house. So I go home all the time. So. All right. Nice. Sorry. Good. How, uh, how is it living on your own and, and cooking meals and that kind of stuff? It, <laughs> I really enjoy being able to grocery shop for myself because. I was, I lived, I, I'm 22. Mm -hmm. I lived at home until I was 21. And I just felt so weird giving my mom like a list of groceries when I was fully capable of grocery shopping myself. But it was so convenient because she offered. Sure. So um, it's been fun grocery shopping for myself and getting, you know, you know, my mom and dad will make the same however many meals and whatever mm -hmm. that's it. So that's been fun. But then I've, run out of ideas so oftentimes i just uh i make a lot of noodles i'm yeah. not very creative anymore or i go home a lot <laughs> or sometimes i just like won't eat dinner honestly well you you can see how your parents you know have the same meals over and over we do I'm that too history, yeah. yeah yeah we do it that just too. happens it's, it's a lot easier it's a lot easier uh you you get in a routine of like all right it's you know taco tuesday or whatever you know and yeah. uh and with us we have kids and mateo my son is, is a little bit more adventurous as far as eating he'll try new things but lillian will not so it kind of like it's hard to have a meal plan when yeah. one child won't eat it but you know we gotta we gotta figure that out but it, it is it is difficult and um do you do you enjoy grocery shopping not just like you get to do it for yourself but just the act of like going or is it one of those things you're like ugh, i don't want to go grocery shopping again it depends. Um, yeah. Recently, I went and it was super busy and I was so it's so overwhelming because there's like millions of people around you and the aisles seem to be so teeny tiny and you forget everything you need to get. And it, it sometimes it feels like a big chore, but other times it's fun. Are you a list maker? Uh, I wasn't until 
I went in and I'm like, oh, this looks good. This looks good. And I buy whatever. And then I end up spending like $80 <laughs> and then I get stuff I don't need. So then I started making a list and I have to stick to it. My wife makes fun of me for making lists to go to the grocery store because she does that too. She'll just like, all right, well, we need this. We need this. Because at this point, again, we're kind of like, all right, we need a bunch of fruit. We need cereal. We need like all these things we, we already, we always have. Um, but I like having lists just because I treat it like, like here, all right, we got to stay to the list. Like, this is it. You know, we can, we can go off a little bit. And, uh, but also it's like a game to me. Like, it, like, it feels good to like cross things off. I don't know why. Huh? Like, it's like satisfying. I, I don't know. I, I accomplished the list. Even at work, even at work, I, I my to-do list is every little thing that pops in my brain. Me I'm, too. <laughs> oh, otherwise I'll forget it too. I have a notebook yeah. where I will write down, if I think of something I need to do, I'll add it to my to-do list. Or if I see we're out of something, like if we need butter, I'll add. I just have like a continuous grocery mm-hmm. list of everything we're out of. And so I just always add to it. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, just uh, yesterday I was leaving work and I had like four to-do lists that I was crossing things off all week. So then I had to take them all and condense them all to one to-do list for Monday when I got in on Monday, but it's every little thing I'll be writing an email. I'm like, Oh, that reminds me. I got to write another, write email to Samantha. And then, all right, cool. And then go on. I'm like, Oh, I got to put, put out schedule, like all these like little things. And then partly cause I'll forget it, but it's, it's feels good mentally. Like, um psychologically cross thing off you know mm-hmm. and, and then keep going so yeah i agree that's good when you would give lists to your i, I don't know if you drink alcohol or not but i, I imagine like all right here's my list mom also can you give me a can you give me a six pack <laughs> oh, no no <laughs> that's did, hilarious but did you feel weird like again uh I, I don't know if you do drink or not but if you do drink like would or do, was there any thought just i'm just not drinking in my parents house i no i didn't really anytime i would drink it'd be like if i went to a friend's house or if we went out i don't yeah. just hang out and watch out. watch a football game looking for taylor and drinking drinking a bud light or whatever no that's disgusting <laughs> what do you like to drink uh i really only drink like if it's in a pack, I really like high noons or I love high have... noons. I love high noons. Can you really? <laughs> yes. It's my favorite. Do you have a favorite flavor? Watermelon, 100 percent Really? Yeah. Andrea hates it. She said it tastes like grass. <laughs> the kiwi and the peach ones are my favorite. Yep. They're also I don't have one that I... black cherry probably is my least favorite, but I it's still good. I went to the store and I didn't know they made tall boys. So like big old 24 ounce cans of high noons. Yeah, I saw it and it was I've amazing. Seen those before. Yeah, yeah, but I don't drink those. Yeah, high noons are good. Yeah, I, I don't like any other seltzers for whatever reason. They all taste too salty to me. Yeah. Oh, salty! I was gonna say too sweet. Mm-mm. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's too salty. And okay. uh, I got introduced to high noons. Um, I don't know a couple years ago now, and uh, we it was just, <laughs> it was me and a bunch of dudes. We were on a a, a dad slash man vacation all together okay. there was i think there was nine of us and we go to the liquor store and i just buy a case of beer whatever and all my buddies are buying all these high noons i never even heard of them and i'm like what guys what are we doing here what is this what are these and the very first night we we go through the whole case we play like i think we we're playing like beer pong or something and that uh, we go through the whole case and i'm like see we should have bought this the rest of the weekend all we drink was high noons <laughs> they're so delicious i don't know 
I don't know. Just what a bunch is. of dads drinking fruity seltzers. <laughs> That's what it is, Bridget. That's what it is. They're good. I don't blame you. No, no, it's, they're very good. And now that's all I ever. If I don't drink a lot, maybe I don't know, once every couple months or something. Uh, but when I do, it's the Thai noons. You know. Mm-hmm. Also, it's something that we both we both drink, Andrew and I. So, you know, that's least likely, least likely drink to expire. So many times, beer would just expire in our fridge because we we wouldn't drink it. So this is all right. <laughs> so Bridget, you're move you're moved out. Uh, being a grown-up, uh, fresh off graduating. Congratulations on graduation. That's a big deal. Um, hopefully, you feel like it's a big deal because it is. Yes. Uh, you celebrated. Did you do anything for graduation or is it just one of those, let's go out to dinner and hand me some cards and we're good to go? Um, we went out to lunch afterwards. I actually ran into a friend of mine, which was kind of funny. And I don't know. I wanted to go on like a graduation trip, but then I start looking at prices of things and I'm like, yeah i should probably like get a job first and then plan something so and it was like in it was in december so mm-hmm. no one really wants to do anything you can't really do anything in december it's freezing so especially on a on a small almost non-existent budget so yeah so. D- did you have any ideas like when you first thought like oh this would this would be a nice trip uh before prices came into Give into account. The the beginning of the school year, I was talking to Caleb about it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, can we go on a graduation trip? Like maybe we can include some of the things in Christmas presents, whatever. Mm-hmm. I really wanted to go to Arizona and see some of the canyons there. But then yet you, you fly there, which is expensive enough. And then you have to you can't rent a car because neither of us are 25 or whatever it is. So then you have to Uber everywhere and then that's expensive. And yeah. so I'll just add it to my list. There you go. Hopefully cross it off someday. You know what you know what you can do? And and this is this is also like uh the gamification of uh budgeting for me. Like I really like budgeting and uh I have an app. Not only do I have an app, I have two apps and I have a spreadsheet. So um I'm I'm super into this. But part of it is like, all right, I want to raise for us, we're parents, we we have a house. We want to raise money to get windows. That's our big thing right now. Mm-hmm. So we have this little thing on our on our sheet that says, all right, every time you put in X amount of money, here's where it goes and it grows and we can see it and we're, you know, wherever we're at in our goal. So it's a cool thing. So you should you can do that with like vacation, your your trip. You can still call it a graduation trip. It doesn't just because it's not right after graduation, right? You know, so yeah. sa- save your little pennies and and make this little chart and you can make it comical. You can have that, see that big blank space behind your wall. Just have this huge poster coloring with your magic markers all the way up until you, until you reach your goal. Well, I have to get a job first, but <laughs> that's a good idea. I told Caleb that maybe once he graduates, cause he has three semesters left that we can go on a joint graduation trip for the both of us. And there you go. Yeah. Someplace yeah. out. Just don't, um, don't let it bog you down now. And, uh, it does it does like you know even even now i'm almost 40 i'm like oh, i want to do this do that like oh we gotta wait or we just don't have money or the you know lillian we just had to get lillian a new costume for baton and that's a lot of money and i'm like all right so uh as long as you have this low goal you know that's a it's a cool thing to have and now your main goal right now is get a job huh? how's that going uh, um gotten a lot of rejection emails uh. <laughs> How are um, they, like? Do they all seem the same? Like like just AI generated rejection emails. A couple of them are literally just 
like computer generated they send it out to the masses and everyone gets a rejection email but then a couple of them are personalized mm. I don't I've gotten a couple interviews and then after the interviews I get rejection letters so do you ever do you follow up and ask like you know what could I have done better in the interview or anything like that I probably should but I'm just so mad that I, I got a yeah. no from them that I don't I don't want to give them my time of day anymore <laughs> I you moved need- on you need to learn. Yeah, you, you need to learn, right? Something maybe it's maybe it's something smaller. Maybe it's something you don't even realize or, you know, I, I know people want like, uh, I want to pay you peanuts, but you also need 10 years of 10 years of uh, that's a know, lot working of in this industry. Yeah, a couple of them that were personalized. It was like, you were sorry, you regret to inform you, blah, blah, blah. You just lack experience, yeah. not what we're looking for. And I mean, no one really wants to hire you fresh out of graduation but yeah that's tough that's tough um i i don't know i i've never been in a position where i had to like just seemingly like apply to a bunch of places at one time like you know a fortunate for me i like i had a job in high school that helped and through college and you know then i latched onto this other place for several years and i you know i've been able to go all these do all these things and never having to be like all right you know, here's another letter. Here's another letter. Oh my gosh. They said no again. Like, how do you like, how do you cope with that? Like, it, it might be too big of an answer, like too big of a question, but like, is it just something you can't think about because Hey, I just got to move on to the next, next thing. Well, I was getting a bunch of no's before Christmas and I was like, I should not be feeling this way around the holidays like i'm I'm just gonna set it to the side and enjoy the holidays like i just graduated and i graduated early so that was something that i kind of feel like i just brushed off because i was i don't know getting so many bad news emails but i was like i just need to enjoy the holidays and then holidays were over and then the emails started up again (laughs) got a bunch of no's um I don't know. I take it like day by day. Some days I'm like, if I, I don't know, get an email first thing in the morning, it says I didn't get a job or an interview. Obviously that sucks. But then I'm like, when else is it going to be like this socially accessible to just not have a job? Like it's okay. This has happened. This happens to everyone fresh out of graduation. It can take a while. So. Well, it's good to hear to have that attitude because you know, you, you worked, I know I didn't say anything, but you worked with us, the Metro Parks mm-hmm. for a whole season and, you know, you, you did a great job and I, I don't have a, I don't have any doubt that you will find a job and uh, you'll be good at whatever job it is. It might not be like, you know, I only like 10% of this job, but Hey, here's my first job. I need to get it, whatever. You're still gonna be good at it. Um, but it is, that it, it seems like you have a positive outlook and I, I like that part. It's, it sounds good. Cause it is, you know, to after a while, you're like, you know, it, it is very easy to be like, I'm just going to move him back with my parents. You know, it's just an easy thing. And, you know, but yeah. you sound, you sound, I say, I, I don't mean to sound joking, but you sound very grown up. Like, like, you know, I know you're not a child, but that's it, 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 the mentality of like ha- that. Your mentality, current mentality is, is very good to have because it, it can be daunting and, you know, and, and uh, it's, it's good to hear. I'm, I'm glad you're able to do that. Is that just, is that how you've always been? Or is it just something you're like, all right, well, this is what I'm dealing with right now. And I got to, I got to figure this out. I don't know. I used to be such like a negative person. Honestly, I would be so like hard on myself if it weren't for like all the people around me. Caleb uh, has been so helpful. Like my family, they all understand. Family can either be really helpful or really annoying because my parents obviously understand, obviously help me. My mom has, she's a, uh, uh, 
she teaches chemistry at Central Catholic. And so she's been reaching out to past students, trying to get um, a word in. And I've been receiving a couple of different emails with job offers from different or opportunities to apply for from different yeah. people. So they've been very helpful. But anytime I go over to my grandparents' house, the, before they even say hello, both of them are like, have you gotten a job yet? And they, <laughs> I don't think they just, I don't, they don't understand it's a lot different getting a job now yeah. than it was years ago when they were working. So you're, I'm sure your grandma grandpa's like, why don't you just go down to the old mill and where <laughs> people still need flour. You can go make flour. I don't know. To explain to my grandma that you have to apply for jobs online and then you probably get an <laughs> online interview and then everything is done over email I mean, obviously, she she finally got it, but she didn't she didn't understand that concept. She just didn't understand why I didn't have a job. And I was like, it's a whole process now. Yeah, yeah, it's a uh, it's less. You know, part of part of it is who you know, but it's less than who you know. You know, back from even from when I first started getting jobs. You know, I my very first job was at a Boston Market. Um, I don't know if you know what Boston Market is. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so it was my very first job. Uh, real great job. Uh, and it was a lot of word of mouth, like, oh yeah, my friend's looking for a job. We ended up, this is, this one was in mommy that's not there anymore. We ended up with like seven Perrysburg high school students working there, which wasn't a big deal until like dances showed like popped up oh. and proms and that kind of stuff. When they don't have anyone. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, even then, like, and that was, uh, that was over 20 years ago, you know, but now it's, it's, I think because especially college like there's been such an emphasis on college and there's just a flood of like all these diplomas everywhere and and you know sometimes a lot of times people have people looking for to hire people have a just vast amount of people that they can hire from and then you know it's difficult but i think uh i think you'll be all right i think you'll you'll figure it out and if not you can be a seasonal again and <laughs> obviously yes i was still hoping <laughs> if nothing works out I don't know when that line is for you, um, but I know like at any point, if it's not at our park, at any point you're like, hey, you know, if you reach out to to me or someone else, like, hey, uh, any seasonal jobs open? Uh, much like I owe you a recommendation letter by tomorrow, I will recommend you to anybody else that any other park. So you, at you. least you have that to fall back on. Maybe yes. that makes you feel better. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. No, it does. <laughs> Because, oh my gosh. And then I wanted to go away for work because Caleb is still in school. And I was like, there's so much out there to see. Like, I could just work at a really cool national park somewhere oh, yeah. and live on my own for the next year or whatever and come back when he graduates and find a job here. Um, but yeah, nobody wanted me. So. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, well, I guess I can't move. <laughs> and then I got another rabbit. And I was like, well, I really can't move because rabbits don't do well in the car. And so I don't want to say I'm stuck here. I enjoy my life here, but then I uh, refined my uh, radius of where I was looking. Yeah, yeah. Why, why don't rabbits do well in cars? Like, what, what do they do? They just freak out or what? I don't know. Um, when I moved from my parents into here, I didn't have, like, a rabbit carrier. And so mm -hmm. someone else drove, and I just held Betty and she just was freaking out she did okay she i held her and she didn't try to squirm out but i could tell if i were to drive anywhere long distance she'd probably have like a heart attack and die so oh, no. 
she really was not feeling well. So I didn't want to push it. And I was like, well, then I can leave them. But uh, rabbits are a lot of work. I'm not going to put that on anyone. Yeah, you would have to. Yeah. They'd end up back in humane society. Yep. Bonzo? Bonzo? Bonzo's yes, back. Bonzo. <laughs> oh, no. That's so sad. I would never. Oh, are you still volunteering there at the humane society? Um. Yes. I decreased there's like a certain number of hours required every month and i kind of put a hold on that during school just because uh, i was taking 20 credit hours plus working that's a lot three days a week there plus homework yeah plus trying to graduate and so <laughs> then i got back into it and then it got to be like really freezing temperatures and i'm not gonna walk a dog when it's zero degrees out with 30 mile an hour wind chill i, I remember so, when you when you left that was your you're like you know what i think i figured out i'm not i don't like the cold as much as i <laughs> oh god i hate the cold i wish when that i don't know a couple weeks ago when it was really 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 cold yeah, yeah. i remember thinking i was in obviously i stayed in my house i wasn't gonna leave my house yeah my brother had to come over and shovel our driveway and salt our steps and everything because i was not <laughs> But I remember thinking, and I was like, man, I really would not want to be like Jimmy or whatever, waking up, <laughs> trying to drive at six in the morning when it's zero degrees out. What do you do? What did you do? Did you work outside? What did they do? So uh, I, I'll tell you this. I <laughs> perfectly planned my vacation to Florida that week. So <laughs> we had we this vacation has been planned, right? But it just happened yeah. to be that week. Well, that's uh, perfect. Yeah, it was snow. It was a lot of stuff. Uh, but you know, Joe will go out. He likes pruning, and he, the cold doesn't bother him, so he'll oh go God. out. He'll prune. Yeah. Oh uh, those other guys don't care, and I tell them too, like, hey, in the morning, like, here's a couple things you got to do. You know, if it gets too cold, you can come in and work on some something else for a half hour, then go back outside. Like, I, you know, I, I don't, I'm not gonna tell them to stay out there when it's freezing. You know, I'm Plus, pretty sure they said like on the news or whatever that you shouldn't be outside for more than thirty minutes at a time because you get like hypothermia or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, when it's when it's that cold, like I'll definitely find stuff inside for them to do. But if it's like I don't know, twenty degrees, and I'll, I'll sometimes I'll give them the choice, and sometimes I'll say, "Hey, we got to get this stuff done," but be you know, work on it for a little bit, then come in, warm up, you work on something in the shop, that kind of stuff. So yeah, I I try to do that kind of stuff. But I even told Emily like, "Hey, make sure make sure they the horse staff knows they don't have to be outside the whole time." He's like, "Hey, Joe likes to be outside." I'm like, "Okay, well, as long as he's safe and he feels good, then more power to him, I guess. I ain't gonna be out there." There would be days where it's uh, either cold or raining or whatever, and I would be ready to, you know, work outside some and take a break inside. But he just kept going, and I was like, okay, I am going to get so miserable, or how do I bring this up to him? But I, it, those were not the best days. Because, yeah, he could go for hours without taking a break. No big deal. I was like, Joe, I can't even feel my toes out here. Well, you learn a lot about yourself, right? You You learn, especially, like, um, I don't know if this was your first job. Maybe it's your first outside job. I don't know. But your early jobs is is kind of like searching. Like, all right, what do I like? I I do like, you know, I like working at the parks when it's seventy, and I don't like working at the parks when it's ten. You know, like you you learn all these things, and, and you're not alone. All the office people say when it's really nice, they're like oh, I wish I could be outside. I go, yeah, you know, you office people say that you wish you could be outside for about two weeks of the year is perfect <laughs> for you. Every time else, you you know, you don't like. Yeah, my. My first job, I was so, I mean, 
you even said it that for the first two weeks I worked there that you didn't even know if I could talk or whatever you said. Yeah. I mean, I would I was always like that, like so just introverted and quiet. And my first ever like real job was working as a cashier at a produce market. <laughs> Wait a minute. For someone who I thought was mute for a couple of weeks, like you, you worked as a cashier. Yes. Okay. All right. And because that was, it was similar to your first job where like everyone knew everyone and mm. yeah. it was two minutes from my house and Caleb walked in and asked if they were hiring and he left with a job and I was like, oh, maybe I should do the same. So I went in two days later, I ended up knowing like for the people that already worked there and so I left for the job and I was like I mean just the thought of spending eight hours a day multiple days a week talking to people yeah non-stop I never thought I could do it but I was there for like three and a half years oh so. okay you're, you're able to you're able to you're alive you're like hey I can't yeah. talk to people I, I love that part I, I love talking I love you know, leading, like all that stuff is, is my favorite, like favorite part. I was talking to somebody else and, uh, we were talking about glass city specifically. And they're like, you know, glass city isn't my favorite park. I go, I get it. I go, people come to the parks. They want nature. They want trees. They want all these things. And we don't have it here. That That's just not what this park is. And I was like, it's not my favorite park for that either. Like when I was at Pearson, one of my favorite things to do was hop on a golf cart and just drive, ride on a trail. And it, yeah. it's so surrounded by woods. You don't even know there's streets around you, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, but my favorite part of the job is the leadership aspect. And I can do that anywhere. So that's why it makes it easy for me. But I get it. it it's it's a tough park to work at when you want to work in a traditional, you know, 50 foot, 80 foot tall trees and that kind of stuff when that doesn't exist. <laughs> oh. Did you enjoy your experience there at the Mets Parks? Uh, this past summer? Mm-hmm. I did, yeah. Um, definitely like, more so over the summer. Sure, <laughs> the weather sure. played a lot into it. I'm not gonna lie. The what did? Sorry. The weather. Yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I mean, people who I've been in this industry for 16 years now, so you, you get used to that's just part of it. Like, all right, here comes winter; it's yeah. gonna be cold. We gotta wake up early to plow snow. It's all right. The spring; it's gonna be rainy. We just gotta work outside. It's just the way it is, you know. And you know, I remember when I got my first landscaping job, they uh, they called us all off because it was just going to be stormy all day. And so I called my buddy home. He was a, a teacher um, or, you know, he was in school, but it was it was the summer. So he was he wasn't going to school. And I said, hey, you want to come over, play video games or whatever? I was like, yeah. So we're sitting on the couch. I go, man, it's fun. But too bad it's, it's a crappy day outside. He's like, yeah, I go. Well, I guess it was nice. I would be at, I'd be at work. So there's nothing I can do about it but that was nice about that job is if it was because it was like a residential company if it if it was rainy we just weren't going to be outside but it, it that is a difficult part especially if if you're not used to it or if it's not your cup of tea so over the summer i looking back on it now because i don't know when i would work when i would work at my previous job the earliest i would get there was seven in the morning and I thought that was crazy early. And I was just telling Caleb the other day, and I was like, I can't believe all summer long, I like saw the sunrise every morning. Like I was awake that early in the day. And it was just so crazy to me. But I don't know. I really enjoyed being at Middle Grounds specifically when we were cleaning the nodes. And it was it was very peaceful to go from a super crazy, busy 
uh, produce market and having to talk to people nonstop can get really exhausting. And then I would go to be able to work on my own or with, you know, a couple other people. And it was a lot quieter, which I enjoyed. Um, I liked the work, but then it got to be colder and. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Um, the good thing is when we, uh, we do, we always have things like that. And I think if you do come back, uh, there is one of those things too, where I think you'd feel more comfortable, like being like, Hey, uh, can I go <laughs> do this other thing instead of being out here right now? <laughs> uh, can I please take a break? <laughs> I can't feel my fingers. I'm going to, I'm going to prune my finger off right now. If I don't, it's a dangerous situation. Joe's like, it's 45 degrees out. I think you'll be. Okay. I'm not that dramatic. I know. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> it got to be really cold. Okay. It did. It did. I'm Hey, I'm, it's not for everyone. And I'm not going to blame someone when they're like, Hey, you know what? I don't think, I don't think I could do this. Okay. That's, that's how you, that's how you learn. You gotta, you gotta do other things, but to your credit, you stayed in, you stayed in the longest as you could, as you could. And, you didn't say, "Hey, I'm I'm going to quit now because it's cold," you know. So you stuck it out, and that's why you're, you know, if you're able to come back, you know, people don't understand how much it, how much goes into how you talk to people, how you treat people, how you leave a job. Like all these things matter because you don't know what position you're going to be in, where you might need help of someone or might need to go back to another job. I went back to a job three times because you know it just how it worked out, and finally when I left, my boss goes, "Hey." we can't take you back anymore because it's just our policy. I was like, I get it. I get it, Al. We're good. Thank, <laughs> thank you for taking me back three times. <laughs> so, you know, it, it's, it's very important how you treat people and how you interact with people. And that's what put you in this situation where hopefully you don't have to come back, but if you do, we're, you know, we're there to welcome you with open arms, open mm-hmm. frigid arms. <laughs> uh, what on one note before uh, I don't want to, take all our time and not talk about taylor swift um i still have that mini poster in my office by the okay, way good i uh i always yeah. look at it, it I, I i don't even like see it anymore the only time it registers with me is when someone walks in and like looks at it and laughs about it <laughs> they, they go a oh, big swifty huh I'm like no it's just I, no you can't, you can't deny it <laughs> you cannot deny it uh, our daughter still wants to go to the concert and I, we showed her the cheapest, highest nosebleed seats are like 2,500 bucks a piece. <laughs> so sorry, Lil, not going to happen. She better start making the money now. Yeah. Um, w- when did you, when did you get into Taylor Swift? Because Taylor Swift has been around uh, all your life, I would imagine. Um, but when yeah. did you like, when did you like, Hey, this is, this is awesome. I want to, I want to be a Swifty. I'm wearing the sweatshirt right now. You can't even tell, but I got oh, it. Oh, it does say Taylor Swift. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember like my, one of my childhood best friends was the biggest Taylor Swift fan and I had listened to her music. It was kind of sad. Everyone always made fun of her for being such a big fan. Mm. <laughs> and then, um, whenever we grew up and then in high school, I remember listening to her songs and thinking they were good but I never fully got into her <laughs> until I started dating Caleb. He was like the hugest, biggest Taylor Swift fan. Really? And I remember the first <laughs> album I really, really listened to beginning to end all the way through was Lover, which was, I don't know, four, 
four or five albums ago, whatever. Okay. And I was like, these are really good songs. And then we would listen to her music together. He was a bigger fan than I was, honestly. Mm. And then we got tickets last, not this past Christmas, but the Christmas before, uh-huh. Christmas before. And they only got two. And I remember telling Caleb and I was like, I don't feel worthy enough to be getting the second ticket because I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan. Because there was TikToks of people going to the concerts and they would record you if you like weren't singing the songs. And Really? These are the people that got the tickets. Like they don't even know all the songs and you would honestly get like so bullied. And I was like nervous to go because (laughs) I didn't know the songs. So that's when I started listening. I found like a playlist on Spotify that had the entire like um, set list. Oh, Lillian found that. Yeah. 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 So I listened to it nonstop. And obviously after that, I was like, well, I just started listening to all her music. And so. See, bullying works. I guess so. I never <laughs> thought about it, but I really was just afraid of getting bullied. So, besides that sweatshirt, did you buy any other merch while you were there? Uh, no. This was like seventy-five dollars. Yeah, so. I was going to ask you how we went uh, in Detroit, and so it was in Four Field, and there was absolutely zero like there was no line like really. To get- to get merchandise it was just a mob of people pushing each other oh, out like, okay yeah, yeah some girl passed out like okay. it was insane there was no order to it there was no it was just first come first serve and we waited there for like an hour and i was like pe- things were selling out and i was like yeah. just, just give me one sweatshirt that's all i need just give me something you know what yeah. i you know what i will take that mob sweatshirt thank you very much <laughs> good to go yeah, I know. It, I, I just wanted in and there, in and out, like yeah. as free as possible. Well, if it's that fits you, that fits your personality. I get it. Yeah, I uh, I just saw on TikTok yesterday. It was um, they they put Reddit posts on there, and then you and then you swipe through and, and see all the comments and stuff. And one of them was like, "What's the what's the biggest money make the quick rich scheme that you heard of or you saw, and uh, the best one or whatever?" And this guy this guy said he. Uh, he knew these two brothers. There was this player on the Lions. His name was DeAndre Swift, and he no longer played for them. But they had all these. He they bought all these old jerseys because they knew the Taylor Swift concert was coming to to yeah. Detroit. So it just said Swift on the back, and they bought all these jerseys for like ten bucks a piece and sold them for a hundred dollars to yeah. all these all these people that wanted jerseys that said swift on the back oh, they probably didn't even know like who it was for just, no says swift though night. yeah yeah <laughs> Funny. I, I went to a concert not as crazy as taylor swift i think the tickets only cost me 25 dollars um <laughs> but uh i don't go to concerts it is just not my thing i just whatever and i had so much fun it was it's called story of the year and uh it's a band i listened to 20 years ago and that's what the album they played the whole entire album called page avenue and um it was so good and i told my wife because she went with a friend of mine and was like i want to go to more concerts this was so much fun i just <laughs> i think it was fun because it was a small venue we were like three rows from the stage just singing and being idiots i have a video on instagram of me sounding singing terribly but I was having so much fun. It was, it was, it was something I was like, man, these are what concerts like. She goes, well, not all concerts, but this one, you know. I'd never been to a concert until I was 20, I think. And my very first concert I ever went to was Harry Styles 
oh. he is like my favorite artist ever like oh. whole time and that was my first ever concert and it was crazy and then the next one was taylor swift so man you just saw two bangers right out the gate i know yeah I know. my wife loves harry styles uh and so we listened to it quite a bit we went mm-hmm. to florida a few years ago and that's all we listened to while we were there so right. now anytime i hear harry styles that's what i think about as our trip to florida even now she she wakes up through spotify as her alarm and it's a harry styles song every every morning she has good taste she my daughter wants to go to that that concert she, she's like well i don't know when that's gonna happen again you know so i, I guess there's any concerts right now no <laughs> he's taking a break he like will concert or go on tour for i think he was on this last tour for three years and then he just like disappears that's crazy that's well even taylor swift's era uh era's uh tour is like i was just looking at all the dates i'm like holy crap she was all over the united states now she's all over asia and europe and all all, all over there and then she's yeah. coming back to the united states i'm like oh my gosh it's insane I can imagine if i was that i feel like if i was that rich i would just have a bed of money and i would just like roll around in it every once in a while yeah like what do you what do you i can't even fathom like what you would do with that like i i come across an extra like 20 bucks and i immediately want to spend it like i know <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I don't know. There's only so many things you can do. No, yeah, and then you're just like, well, okay, yeah, I'm tired of this. I was watching a a Mr. Beast video. My my son was watching Mr. Beast, and he's like checking out all these private islands that you can rent and buy. And then like the last one was like it cost 150 million dollars. I'm like, so you just have this island, and it was insane. It was like an amusement park. There was it it like held like 13,000 people on this island, and you can just rent it out for 150 million dollars. And I, I turned to my Mateo. I'm like, Mr. Beast, like, didn't pay for these, right? He goes, I don't know. I go, there's no way he paid for 150 million dollars. They had to just like let him be on this island and like <laughs> film, knowing how much money they're gonna make off his videos, right? He goes, I guess I don't know, just being a dumb little kid on a couch, trying to have meaningful conversations here. And he's just, I don't he know. Has yeah. No. Do you ever fantasize about having all these millions of dollars? Um, I don't dream about having money i dream about what i do with the money yeah it's not the same thing bridget not necessarily no i guess it is i don't know i really want to go to ireland okay why is that why is there specifically are you, is it, are you irish uh partially yes okay but all right i don't know i see You're... i don't know it just looks cool yeah no i agree Europe. Europe flying to europe terrifies me um it's been well documented on this podcast and other podcasts that i do not like flying um but i i want to go and i will go at some point to europe and i don't understand i've, I've had people that i know or heard of like hey i'm going to europe um or this person i was going to europe they're going to be gone for about a week i'm like a week if i go to europe i want to be there for a minimum of three weeks like i'm not going to fly over there for six <laughs> for six days and then come back like no i'm gonna i think who else said something oh like a um one of those uh, all-inclusive things like yeah i'm going for five days yeah. five days like i want to go for one I'm, i want to plan one for me and andrew when we both turn 40 and when we're going i was like minimum 10 days we're gonna be gone like i i want to be yeah i just i don't get it i think you part of it see, is like you can see like florida in six days or something yeah I don't know. And, and that's where we're at we went to universal and even then it, it's never you know whenever you go on vacation I know 
uh, it's a sore subject because it sounds like you haven't gone on your adult vacation yet. But whenever you go on vacation, Bridget, it never seems like it's enough. So just understand that. Whenever you take your graduation trip, plan an extra couple of days just so you okay. feel feel satisfied, even though you won't. Um, the day you leave is always like, yeah, we we could have been we could have spent more time here. Especially those ones. Yeah, I know you don't have children, but those ones without kids. Oh my gosh, those are they're <laughs> a little tiny bit of guilt happens like right at the beginning and then it immediately goes away you forget about them yeah. <laughs> kids we don't forget about them but we just like it's you know we call them at night when it's bedtime and and we're on our way you know it's uh it's th- those are the best some of the best vacations don't get me wrong i love going places with my family but when it's just me and my wife it's it's fun because there isn't that time ever where you're just like all right there's always something the kids are doing or involved with the kids or they're screaming at you or they're you know all these things you know they they want you to be their parents, you know, and sometimes, sometimes you need a break, Bridget. Now it makes me sound like I'm a horrible parent. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I understand. Yeah, I don't those, even have kids, but now I get it. Those bunnies just, you can't even go anywhere now. I know. They just keep me at home. So demanding. Freaking Betty and Huckleberry. What, before, you know, I, I don't think I asked you, where those names come from? Just pick um, them out of the hat. I got... Betty when I was 16 and honestly I had no say in her name my mom just picked her name Mm. there's a little bit of resentment for that just because she was my bunny why wasn't I allowed yeah yeah but and it's like you were seven you said you were 16 yeah I could have made a a sound choice for a name but I don't know she picked that and Huckleberry I don't know I wanted to do another B name but I couldn't really come up with any. Then I was just looking up like dog names or pet names online. And I liked that one. So. All right. Nice. Well, Bridget, I, uh, I won't keep you any longer. It's been a full hour um, of you talking. And I, if you would ask me at the beginning of your work, working history of at the Metro Parks, if you would ever be on here talking for an hour, I would have said no way. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Again, I appreciate you coming on. It was, I had, uh, it was real fun, like with you working at the Metro Parks. I really enjoyed it because I think we, we have a pretty good staff there and it's fun to be able to like joke around and, and, and make jokes. And when people are able to joke back at you, also as like the supervisor, I want people to be able to do, feel comfortable to do that. And you, you did not shy away. So <laughs> I'll have you know that my last boss was kind of like afraid of me because I was so outspoken to him. So. Really? There's there's a little bit a little bit of that in there, but that's that's good. It makes it makes all these relationships a lot better. So uh, again, I I uh, hopefully you know best of luck when you find a job. Uh, if you don't find one, you know where you can go. So uh, at least you have that in the back of your mind. But uh, it was great talking to you. Uh, I, we didn't get to talk about the Super Bowl or any of that stuff, but I'm assuming you're going for the Chiefs. Um, just Obviously, because, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I think Brock Purdy just deserves it a little bit more, but. Okay. All right. We'll see. Or maybe you can come on. We can get a whole full Super Bowl breakdown before, okay. <laughs> before and after. Just this Super Bowl breakdown with Bridget Bremer. <laughs> no one's gonna want to care about what I have to say. <laughs> your family, your family will listen to this, and that's how I gain yeah. more listeners. So if you made it all the way to the end, please subscribe uh, and like videos. And I have a YouTube page. So Bridget's parents and grandparents, when you hear this, go to YouTube, maybe not your grandparents. Cause I don't know if they know how to use online. Uh, but you, if you can create an account for them just to follow me on YouTube, how about that? 
Yeah, I will. I had to get my grandma, or I had to help her get a new phone the other week. So maybe I'll just go and do that too. Yeah, she doesn't even know what's happening. And she's like, yeah, all she's these <laughs> all these notifications keep popping up about this podcast on YouTube. I don't know what's going on. What's a podcast? What's YouTube? <laughs> oh, don't worry about it, grandma. It's okay. You're good. You're good. Just keep just keep liking those things when they pop up. <laughs> all right, Bridget. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks again to Bridget Bremer for coming on the podcast and uh, laughing with me. She, I, I said at the end how you know she was able to. It was cool to have, like have a staff that's able to joke and that, all that kind of stuff, especially with their supervisor. And she did make mention of her last, her first job where uh, the manager was a little afraid of her. And uh, definitely, I can see definitely why people would be afraid of her. I, I was afraid of her a little bit too. Um, I probably, I think I've told her that. Uh, but uh, it was great coming on. Uh, it was cool to listen to her about her two rabbits betty and huckleberry um again my sister had a rabbit but uh it was very interesting like all that question is purposeful right i want to know what people are into and, and you know do they have healthy lives of having some sort of hobby to get to get away from the daily grind and then the second thing is i i'm, I'm interested in finding out information i really didn't know that rabbits could roam free and go in a litter box so uh there's that um I can't imagine potty training a rabbit, especially if they don't respond to their name at all. It's, uh, it seems very difficult. Um, but yeah, we, it was great. We could bond over high noons, uh, taking trips, uh, even though she hasn't taken one yet, and our love of Taylor Swift. So thanks again, Bridget, for coming on. As always, thanks to all of you for listening, subscribing, downloading, sharing this podcast. Keep uh, commenting and liking. Um, it helps us grow. And um, don't forget about the YouTube page. Search, search the Nerdball Podcast at gmail.com. If you would like to come on, no, that's not what you search. That's my that's my email. Search the podcast on YouTube. Just search the Nerdball Podcast. If you would like to come on the podcast, hit me up on the, any of the social medias. Just look up the Nerdball Podcast or hit the Gmail, the Nerdball Podcast at gmail.com. Always looking for new guests. Uh, thanks as always to Real JP Multimedia, Cuttlefish Graphics, Big Daddy Graphics, and. Perrysburg Junior High STEM Lab for always helping out the podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.